Welcome to Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. Ohio, everyone. <laughs> we hope that you're, you're well and safe. Um, Karibuni sana. As usual, this is Fred Alexander Oyola, the pastor here at Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi. And uh, once again, I'm grateful that you've chosen, uh, cho- hey, chosen, hey, chosen to listen in from wherever you are. May the Almighty God forever speak to you and bless you. We started a new series two weeks ago, guys. Um, sorrow is better than laughter. Hey, we started by looking at the issue of suffering, then we looked at perseverance, and we sincerely hope that it's been a blessing to each and every one of you. Today, um, as we always do every week, we continue with the series. But as usual, before we get into it, um, here are some quick notices. Number one, Nairobi Chapel Embakasi, we are those guys. Took a social media, our handles on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and Twitter, Nairobi Chapel Embakasi. Just type it in. You'll not find 10 accounts with the same name. No, no, no. It's Nairobi Chapel Embakasi. And follow us. Um, you'll find information about what the church is doing, links to um, these messages, um, encouragement, and um, yeah, just follow us and uh, share, share, share our stuff. Check out also our Linktree profile bio link on all our social media handles that has all our ministry materials from our weekly podcast conversations, our sermons, um, our giving details, our food bank details, our children crafts, our devotions, and finally, our communication line. Oh, yeah. We have a communication line, 0741922715. And this is just in case you need to talk to us, um, send an encouragement, send a request. The church is here for you. Mm. Like I said before, we started the series Sorrow is Better Than Laughter two weeks ago. And with the topic of suffering, we looked at the fact that immediately we are all born, pain and suffering await us keenly. And if you're those who, after coming out of the womb, was hung upside down, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> ah, we talked about how we all understand the emotions of pain, mental anguish, frustration, exasperation, dispiritedness, aggravation. We then talked about how we deal with the emotions in our lives, but then quickly looked at what Jesus said on the topic. We looked at how he reminds us in John 16:33 to be in peace. Because he overcame the world and all its troubles. And that the only way we are to all counter the pain and suffering in our lives is to give them to no one else but him. <laughs> Last week, we delved into the topic of perseverance. Oh, I loved that topic. That was one of um, the best ones for me. Where we talked about the fact that it's through perseverance that we learned many things like walking and even riding the bike. We talked about the fact that at the base of perseverance is a heart that is struggling with self-control. That's very true. We say that uh, we say that our society, especially in these days, which are obviously the last days, and if you're living, if you've lived past the last couple of months, you know obviously what I'm talking about. These are the last days. Um, our society is termed as a microwave society. We said that the suffering that is clearly evident in our world today. And that can only be helped by the Savior Jesus Christ because he also suffered enough troubles and overcame, gives birth to perseverance. Mm. When we embrace and not run from the frustrations and suffering in our lives, in the Lord, he blesses us with perseverance. We then looked uh, and talked about the fact that Jesus persevered 
He endured the cross. And because he did, we can endure and persevere through anything, any trouble, any suffering life throws our way. The only thing that then matters is whether we have faith in him or not. And that the measure of our faith is in direct correlation to the measure of perseverance in our lives. We added that perseverance is the building or training ground for our faith. And like the father with the demon-possessed child, remember the one that went to Jesus after the disciples could not remove the demon from him. Um, all we need to do is ask the Lord to help our unbelief. Because I remember he told Jesus, I believe, but Jesus, Maze, help my unbelief. And the disciples as well, who asked Jesus to increase their faith. That is all we have to do. That is all we have to do. Today is a new day. We continue with the series looking at the topic of character. Mm. But before we do, let's look at the Bible readings for this month like we've done every week. Let me read Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 1 to 6 for us. It says, A good name is better than fine perfume, and the day of death better than the day of birth. It is better to go to a house of mourning than to go to a house of feasting, for death is the destiny of everyone. The living should take this to heart. Frustration is better than laughter, or sorrow is better than laughter, because a sad face is good for the heart. The heart of the wise is in the house of mourning, but the heart of the fools is in the house of pleasure. Hey, it is better to heed the rebuke of a wise person than to listen to the song of fools. Like the crackling of thorns under the pot, so is the laughter of fools. This too is meaningless. Hey, let's go to Romans chapter 5. I will read from verse 1 to 5. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God, not only so, but we also grow glory in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Ooh Let's pray, guys. Our dear Heavenly Father, Speak to us today through the power of the Holy Spirit in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who was once a suffering Savior. Amen. Hey, say amen. I know you're listening, but <laughs> say amen. Guys, here are some statements I came across the other day that are just super. It is in the character of very few to honor without envy a friend who has prospered. Huh? Hmm. The measure of your character is what you'd do if you knew you'd never be found out. <laughs> a person reveals their character by nothing so clearly as they joke they resent. Hmm. That's, that's true. The next one, personality can open doors. But only character can keep them open. Mm. I, I love this one. The genius are admired. The wealthy are envied. The powerful are feared. But only those of character are, are trusted. Mm. Our character is but the stamp on our souls of the free choices of good and evil 
we have made through life. That's a good one. Hmm, I love those statements. I read them the other day and I was like, hmm, let me share these. Guys, our, our character is something we've heard spoken to us about since we were children. It is something that you've heard your parents talk about. You've heard your relatives talk about. And to this day, it's still spoken about, even though minimally, I might add. I define character as a set of beliefs that shows themselves through choices and actions. Mm. Someone said, though, that it is also that which reveals moral purpose, exposing the class of things a man chooses or avoids. In these definitions, the issue of beliefs and morals come out clearly and are a huge part of what character is all about. The families we are born in, the places we grew up in, the lives we lived, the friends we had and still have, the jobs we took up and did, all point to a system of beliefs and morals that govern what eventually defines our character. It then must be summarized that by now we have a clear picture of what we are, especially in terms of being termed as of a good or bad character. We know clearly that the man or woman that was found stealing money from the organization lacks in character. Well, that's obvious. We know very well that the person that was found helping the old cross the road has a good character. Amazingly enough, this applies for children as well, and in their case, those that cannot at least show good character will be disciplined mm, by parents or guardians in some way. The society will also punish bad character, that we know, in some way, that most definitely involves prison or some form of penalties or maybe um, financial fines. The thing is, we, all, we, we know about all of this. It's, it's nothing new. This is not um, something that is getting us by surprise or, or surprising us or shocking us. Nah. When the verse that we've just read in Romans 5 says that perseverance produces character, that, I bet for most of us, is the news. How does perseverance even begin to produce character? How does waiting, for example, help mold my character? In the same manner that discipline in the natural world produces good character, problems, tribulations, suffering, and every form of anguish in the spiritual life will produce in us a good character. And like we said last week, because Jesus also persevered or endured through the troubles in his life, we must also persevere or endure through our life issues in order to attain the character God is pleased with. Mm. Our character must please God. Imagine, it must. Because he is the standard of all character. It is from him that we go gauge ourselves. He is our creator. The manual from which we get the meaning and direction of life. So we must find our definition of character from him. Look at how he gauges us. Just look. First Samuel chapter 16 verse 7. Remember when now uh, the prophet was looking for David. God had sent him to go find King David. And he finds the brothers. And he starts looking at them. And they look muscular. They are tall. Um, they are well defined. They look like they are royalty. But the Lord said to Samuel verse, six, verse 7 of chapter 16. Do not consider his appearance or his height. For I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Imagine that. That's Jehovah. So our question today then becomes, has your life and what you admire from it 
the basis of your character build or is it God? Do you want to be like your earthly father? Your earthly guardian? Or like the heavenly father? Do you pattern your life's choices based on the billionaire philanthropists of the world? Or on the one who created and owns the universe? What's your definition? The truth is that the more you continue to base your character on the people of this world, your parents included, sorry to say, you'll forever miss the point. It will get you to a very good standing with them and most of us and probably give you great reputation, high reputation, an amazing reputation, but it may not get you in right standing with God. You might be the best giver of truth in your circle and termed as trustworthy and very honest, even in the financial dealings, but have you the truth of God in your heart? Do you have God's truth in your heart? Does God call you honest, truthful, trustworthy? Can he say that about you? You may be the kindest person in your family who always helps out the rest in whichever type of trouble. But do you know the kindness Jesus offered by taking himself on the cross for all of us? Can Jesus call you kind? Kind to his body, kind to his message. You may be the best giver to your friends, family, the church, or even the causes in the society, but do you know the best giving ever in the history of mankind that Jesus gave all of us? Can Jesus call you one who has given their life for the betterment of others or for the betterment of himself? The fight on our character has its base on the issue of our flesh. Character that is purely developed from the world standpoint, from the wanting to be like people standpoint, will forever feed on your flesh. Reputation feeds your flesh immensely. Character that is developed in the realm of pleasing, pleasing God, though, will forever kill and massacre your flesh. Before God, even with the best title from our friends and family, and without him in our hearts, we are all, get this, of bad character. And the only way God helps our character, hey, is through perseverance in our troubles and sufferings. He allows this to come and attack on our flesh. And as our flesh is attacked and made to be at, at a place of unease, our hearts and minds are transformed to an image pleasing to God. Imagine that. Paul on his letter to the Galatians told them in chapter 6 and verse 7 and 8, Do not be deceived. God cannot and will never be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh, from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. The longer you wait for a prayer request, the more time you have in processing whether it was actually a need or just a flash want. The more you miss out on that promotion but somehow still have food on the table, the more realization you get on whether you needed it in the first place. The more God shows you through your perseverance that is always there with you, the more character he's building inside of you. If you purpose then, like we said before, to grow your character on men, you'll please men. If you purpose to grow your character on God, 
you'll definitely please God. As our character is grown in the furnace of trials, tribulations, and suffering, then what Paul told the Philippian church slowly becomes a reality in our lives in defining who we are, in defining our character. He told them in chapter 4 of Philippians and verse 8, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. This then defines our character and as a result makes us please God. The more we ad adhere to what God directs us to, the more our character is pleasing to him. And the more we refuse his direction, the more our character isn't pleasing to him. Guys, may you choose, may God help us to choose the direction of our character and choose it well. In closing, listen to what some have said about character. These are not even believers. These are just writers out there that I read and picked their, their, their thoughts on character. And, and just find, um, I, I hope you can find what we are trying to say, even in these writings. Number one, character cannot be developed in ease and quiet. Only through experience of trial and suffering can the soul be strengthened, ambition inspired, and success achieved. Imagine that. Out of suffering, someone else said, have emerged the strongest souls. The most massive characters are seared with scars. Another writer said, talents are best nurtured in solitude. Character is best formed in the stormy billows of the world. But this last one is the best one for me. Reputation is for time. Character is for eternity. May we never be known, guys, for our reputation, but for our character, and especially in the Lord. Let's pray. Almighty God, in the glorious name of our one suffering Savior, we thank you today for your word. Thank you for reminding us, O oh, lovely God, that our perseverance through the storms you allow in our lives will shape our character. Forgive us for the many times we have looked to the reputation from men and shunned the work of building our character that you are doing. May our character, Jehovah, be built to forever please you. And we thank you today for your care of us. In Jesus' name, we prayed believing. Let the church say amen. Mm. <laughs> Guys, um, as we leave, allow me to leave with a benediction from the book of Colossians, chapter 1, like we did last week, from verse 9 to 14. May the Almighty God fill you with the knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that his spirit gives. May you then live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way. May you forever bear fruit in every good work, growing in his knowledge and being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might so that you may have great endurance and patience. May you also give joyful thanks to the Father forever who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. May you forever remember that he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness. Hallelujah. 
and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption and the forgiveness of sins. Let the church say Amen. Mm. Till next week, guys, please remember, like we just said a couple of moments ago, reputation is for time and character is for eternity.